What up? We are back in the studio today. It is time to get the ball rolling. Alrighty, guys, I'm back again after a long break, uh, it feels like, uh, down here at Dixie State. Uh, we had our fall break, and the a couple days before that, if you guys listen to the Middle Tennessee State podcast, you guys know that uh, my sister-in-law was, was getting married, so I had the opportunity to travel and uh, see her get married. I was able to compete at the SUU Color Invitational, and then uh, I had my in-laws here last week uh, to be able to, oh, and my parents were, were down here a little bit, and we were able to uh, go to Zion uh, National Park and go down to Las Vegas, and it had been places that I had never taken my wife, and so she was able to see a lot of cool things. We were able to do a lot of cool hikes, went through uh, the Narrows, if you guys know what that is in Zion national park and we were able to hike angels landing which is absolutely terrifying if you guys haven't done that look it up online totally worth it though uh zion national park is a beautiful beautiful place uh i loved it to death had a great time like i said i was able to go down to las vegas uh my wife had been to vegas but had never went uh, along the strip or anything so we were able to to do that and just get some r&r uh it's about that time in the semester and and, and I think kind of uh, with everything, you forget. You're like, oh, man, I just need a break. And it's been a couple months. It's been about three months since uh, since school started. Uh, well, about two, maybe two and a half since school started. And I uh, got about, you know, one and a half more to go, so it's that last little push. So I was able to uh, take that time off and uh, get to it. But as I was away, we had some amazing football games, and let me tell you, I am so happy to get back. I uh, I was in uh, one of my classes today, and one of the guys came up to me. He said, "Hey, you know, you were using your podcasting voice." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, you totally took over that conversation. You made everyone believe what you were saying." And I was like, "Oh, sorry. Well, I guess I need to podcast." So here we are again. Uh, this week we were not able to get out the recap. For you guys uh, of week eight, uh, we just decided to. We might be moving away from that podcast, really focusing in on our FCS and FBS podcasts, and then probably have uh, our highlighted podcast like we always do. But anyway, um, good to be back. A couple of things. Uh, this being our FCS podcast. Uh, if any of you out there uh, listen or you know, rank the FCS or, or are really interested in the FCS, you are probably like me because you probably throw away, you probably go through and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I really feel that this team's going to be good. And you move them up in the rankings and then they lose. And so you throw it away, you scrap everything, you start again. Basically outside of like the top four this year, Everything has been absolutely insane. And I know I ranked, I, I I know, and I'm trying not to be a homer here. I don't want that title to go along with me. I want to be impartial. And so that's why I held back on the ranking of Weaver State. But they are legit this year. I'm excited they're that good. Uh, but outside of really the top four or five, you could make an argument now uh, that I kind of risen to the top. Uh, 
it's been absolutely insane. I mean, when, you know, uh, for example, you know, Alon head scratcher, Delaware head scratcher, UNH head scratcher. Uh, and then you have, uh, you know, Furman looks super great, uh, and then loses to the Citadel and, and Wofford stumbles the first couple of weeks, but hasn't lost since. And I mean, this entire time you're just, I just don't know what to think of it. So if any of you guys are feeling with me, you guys know what it's like. Keep on cheering on your team because that's really important. Uh, this last week, uh, here's another example. Nichols uh, gets blanked 0 to 17 against Sam Houston State. Now, Sam Houston State is a really kind of a curious team. And I say that uh, they, they, they do have a couple of losses where you're like, I don't know uh, if. That was a really good loss. Uh, let me, uh, I'm just pulling up their schedule here. Uh, being a little slow. So they have a loss. I mean, they lost to New Mexico, so that's an FBS team. So uh, I always call it the FBS forgiveness. I like to see what they do against FCS teams. Uh, they lose to North Dakota. Granted, it was in Grand Forks, so it was going to be, it was, it was a tough road game. So they lose to them. And you're like, okay, well, they beat Incarnate Word, which who has looked absolutely amazing so far. Uh, In Incarnate Word is uh, only has two losses as well, uh, and that was to Sam Houston State. They've been able to beat Southeast Louisiana, uh, Houston Baptist, looking to uh, take on Nickel State in a couple of weeks. So you're like, okay, well, they beat UIW, which is a really good team. Uh, Sam Houston beats McNeese State, beats Stephen F. Austin, and then loses like a crazy game to Lamar in triple overtime. And it was a home game, so they really should have dominated that game. So they lose, they drop this random game against Lamar, and they come back against Nickel State and get the W. And they probably, um, out of everybody, I would probably say they have one of the easier schedules out. They do have to play Central Arkansas uh, this upcoming week, which is not going to be very. Uh, uh, a very easy game for them. It is at Central Arkansas, so a couple things going against them. Uh, they had to go at Abilene Christian, home against Northwestern State, and home against Houston Baptist. Uh, so they got maybe you know two really tough games. Uh, one team, maybe not so much, but uh, I don't understand. Like Nichols, they they go they they beat Central Arkansas fourteen to thirty four. Looks great. I was like, okay, I'm in on Nichols. I, I I had ranked them low. I didn't know really what they were, and then they lose to Sam Houston State. So now is Sam Houston State legit, or did they just have a really good game? Kind of crazy. Um, uh, as this last week as well, uh, North Dakota State uh, struggles through pretty much the entire game uh, at home against Missouri State only puts up 22 points, which is really concerning because this is a team not too long ago that put up, I believe, 59 against Butler. And uh, I understand uh, if you're looking at a game, you're like, well, they put up 22 points, Tyler. What are you talking about? No, I get that. But uh, the number one team in the nation should be able to take care of something like that. Um, and then, like I've, I've alluded to a little bit, the CAA is is absolutely insane. I really don't know who will be third place. I, I, I want to say there will probably be four teams coming out of the CAA. I might want to take a bet on that. Uh, four teams that will come out of the CAA, and it's going to be whoever wants it, right? I think James Madison has kind of separated themselves uh, from the rest of the pack. I mean, they have a couple of... Uh, Interesting upcoming games. I mean, they got to take on Towson this next week, uh, UNH, and then they play Richmond and Rhode Island. Uh, they have three three of the next four games are at home, so you're you're like, okay, well, you know, James Madison's really kind of in a good spot. 
we we kind of know they're going to be going. Uh, and then you have Nova, who also has separated themselves, but may not have as easy of a path. They had to play Stony Brook, UNH, and Delaware coming out. They still have Richmond and LIU Post, but uh, I think they'll be able to take care of a uh, LIU Post for certainly. So, you know, they have maybe three, four games that, that, that will challenge them there. Uh, and then what is curious, honestly, about the CAA is that Albany, the Great Danes. Now, we had them on um, – our, our podcast, and we talked to uh, Coach Joe Davis, and he talked about speed, uh, you know, build the culture. We, we we had to, you know, destroy it and then build it back up. Great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to Coach uh, uh, Joe Davis. And I was like, okay, that was that was a good podcast. Uh, I hope Albany you – know, I, I said that Albany was going to be trending upward. Uh, they were going to match their last year's win total. Well, I did not think that they were going to get – be as successful as of right now current standings i'm looking at it right now they are tied i mean it's a tie but they're placed in at number three uh they've had a, a big win against towson they they beat rhode island they beat william and mary they did drop a game against richmond and against monmouth and then obviously uh central michigan but overall you know, Monmouth is is a respectable team, and uh, Richmond is a good team. But if they went out, I mean, we're 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 going to stretch here because they have a really hard. They had to beat Maine. Uh, they had to go on the road to Delaware. They had to beat UNH at home, and then Stony Brook. But this team out of nowhere is dominating, and I'm like, whoa, where where where, where did the 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 Great Danes come from? I mean, I had them on the podcast. I was like, okay, I think they're not they're not going to be the worst in the CAA. I want to say middle of the pack. They're looking really strong right now. Very impressed with uh, Jeff Undercutler and uh, and Joe Davis and, and, and everything that they've built out there uh, in Albany. Uh, next is UNH, which we've talked a little bit about, who uh, who beats Stony Brook uh, and beats Alon but loses to Delaware. And uh, I know Alon has kind of a, a goofy schedule as well, who Alon beats Delaware – 42 to 7, but loses to UNH and uh, loses to James Madison and, and have, has a couple of other, other losses. So you're like, okay, well, how good is Alon? Well, Alon has Rhode Island, William and Mary, uh, Maine, and Towson coming out. Well, and then what's going on with Maine, right? How good is Maine? Maine, I think, has just had a really tough uh, go at it. I mean, they played Georgia Southern and and Liberty. So those are two games that uh, were FBS games, and not a lot of teams are, well, I mean, they play maybe one or two, but there's there's very few that play, well, that take uh, take both of them on, right? Uh, so they play Liberty, uh, you know, in a shootout against Liberty, uh, lose a close game to Georgia Southern, but and then they drop games against Towson and and uh, Nova, which you're like, okay, those two are legit. Those two could potentially uh, – we're talking about the fourth place, right? We're talking, okay, well, Towson can come in. I can see him coming in at number three, Nova coming in at number two. Well, but then Maine drops the game against, against Richmond, and you're, and you're kind of sitting there scratching your head. It would take uh, Maine to win out to uh, get there, but we can't even forget about them. Like, the CAA is so deep. Um, Alon is looking good. Richmond, surprisingly, is hanging in. Uh, they have a really uh, tough road out, but uh, really the next couple of weeks, it feels like everybody's kind of beating themselves up. Uh, as uh, the big sky is going to be a little bit crazy, I believe the Missouri Valley is a little bit more higher, hierarchical. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but that's kind of how I feel feel um the missouri valley uh 
kind of feels like they have more of a clear cut. We'll go into it right now. Uh, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, we're going to determine the winner there uh, this next weekend. You and I look great against South Dakota, but South Dakota is still kind of hanging around. Illinois State as well. I uh, don't really know how good they are 100% yet because they've only played North Dakota State. Uh, they were able to get a couple of uh, win. I mean, they beat SIU, which was a was a respectable win. They're able to beat Western Illinois, uh, but we're looking forward. Okay, uh, I think Indiana State they'll get the win. We'll see. We'll really know about them the next. You know, when they play you and I in South Dakota State, and then you have South Dakota who's sitting there, who looks really. I I've been impressed with this team actually quite a bit, and I've said it. They lost a very close game against Houston Baptist and a really good game against Montana. They did drop against you uh, and I, but they're and they have one against Oklahoma, obviously. But if they went out, I mean, they'd have to beat for them to get in. They'd have to beat uh, either North Dakota State or South Dakota State, which uh, you never know, especially in rivalry games. Uh, they're really not out of it. SIU really isn't out of it yet. I think uh, everyone else, uh, especially well, Youngstown State has uh, they've lost uh, dropped three consecutive losses. So we'll see kind of what happens there. Uh, I was a little bit higher on Youngstown State. So kind of a crazy little tournament of events. Um, Austin PA, uh, I thought, okay, well, Austin PA, I actually really like uh, Mark Hudspeth. Uh, I liked him at the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. They ended up moving off of him and, and going with Billy Napier. But um, I was like, okay, that's going to be scary because this guy has won at the FBS level, coming into an FCS program, into a, a very uh, parody-driven league in the Ohio Valley. And this is, I believe this is his first year. It might be his second year. But in this year, he, he really could, could get it churning. Uh, he was able to get a couple of wins. And then they drop a game against Tennessee State, which blows my mind. I don't know uh, how that happened with Tennessee. I believe that was Tennessee State's first win. So. Anyway, uh, now the next kind of topic moving forward, I, I know I've hit on uh, on a couple of the big conferences, but I really kind of want to focus in on the big sky and everybody's uh, hype around a specific team, and that is uh, Sacramento State. Now, uh, I tried my hardest to get Sacramento State on. It ended up not happening, but uh, I, I really studied this team, and I know that they've had a couple of really good recruiting hiring. Uh, they they really are an impressive uh, team so far. I, I, I do like this team. Um, but let's 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 dissect it a little bit. So to start off, they were able to beat Southern Oregon. Uh, Division two team. We're not really going to talk much about that. And uh, they lost. They've lost to Arizona State seven to nineteen, and they lost to Fresno State twenty to thirty four. So those three games you got to kind of throw out <laughs> because uh, number one, they're not against FCS teams. You want to use that more so as your measuring stick. Now, if they beat an FBS, if they would have beat them, we would be talking about it like holy cow, this team. I mean, let's let's really talk about this team. But um, you look at it, and uh, I like to. Th- look more towards the FCS team. So they played UNCO, uh, University of Northern Colorado. Now, Northern Colorado's bottom of the big sky, uh, but they put up 50 points. Uh, it was at home in Sacramento. So you're like, okay, well, that's a respectable win right now. Uh, you know, they're 2-2, two and two, but right now they're really 1-0. and oh. uh, And then after the bye week, so they had the entire so – they, so they lose to Fresno State. They come home. They have an entire week uh, – well – week and a half, almost two weeks to prepare for Eastern Washington. Okay. They come into Sacramento and Sacramento State plays really well, wins 48 to 27. And and, and that's kind of when I lost my my faith in EWU. I'm going to be honest there. And you're like, okay, 
well, congratulations, you got to win. Well, how legit is Sacramento State? It kind of starts making people raise their eyebrows, and it made me really kind of key in on this team. I said, okay, BDW, what's next? Well, then they traveled to Bozeman. They go to uh, up there to Montana State, and they win 34-21. to Now, I'm going to – whoa, I'll, I'll come back to this game in a little bit. And then uh, last week they play at home. Uh, they beat Montana 49-22. to And – Everyone's freaking out. They want to put them in their top five, uh, and and rightfully so. I have them uh, ranked significantly higher than the previous week, but everyone's kind of gotten this huge overreaction. You've forgotten really about the the big dogs in the big sky. Now, I don't want to take away from what this team is doing, but a lot of writers are saying this budding uh, FCS powerhouse. Well, I really do like Sacramento State. Don't take I'm not taking away these wins, but let's look at it. They have out of their out of their three big games, right? They played three legit big games. Uh, UNCO, we kind of knew. I knew they were going to win that game. Uh, so that doesn't really count. Southern Oregon and the FBS team. So they have three legit games, okay? One was coming off of a bye week to prepare for. They had two weeks to prepare for, and it was at Sacramento State. If it's in Cheney, is it a different story? I don't know. We can't play the hypothetical game because they won in Sacramento State, right? They go on the road to Montana State. Congratulations. This is where I'm sold a little bit more on this team. I'd probably be, if it was at Sacramento State, I'd probably be a little bit tougher on this team. Like, don't buy stock quite yet. And then home against Montana. So out of their three big games, they got two of them at home. Now, you can't take that away. That's those are conference games, and you know the majority. Uh, you 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 get some you get some breaks. You 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 get some losses, right? You you have days where it's just your day, and and they got two of them at home. Now they did beat Montana State. Congratulations! I was really impressed with that. And but Montana State really hasn't blown me away the way some of these other teams have. Uh, I think Montana game was more of an anomaly. Uh, but Montana State, I've had them ranked a little bit lower. Uh, you know, they did beat uh, Southeast Missouri, but they've they haven't really, I haven't been like sold on this Montana State team. I'm sold on this Weber State team. Now we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a couple weeks. Uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to see. Okay, they're going to play Weber State. We're going to line up pound for pound. Can Sacramento State beat Weber State as well? Um, but the next up, they have at Cal Poly, which Cal Poly, I think, uh, I think of Cal Poly kind of right in the middle of the pack. I think they were seventh in my preseason rankings, so uh, I think that you know Sacramento State will get the win. However, I think Cal Poly is going to give them a really big game. I think it's going to go, uh, especially uh, you know they're traveling to San Luis Obispo and. Uh, you know, Cal Poly, I think they're a really good team. I think uh, they're more, I think they're a year, maybe two years out to be a legit contender. Honestly, I like what everybody's doing uh, down there in San Luis Obispo. And they had to play Weaver State. Now, it is at home, but Weaver State has taken two FBS teams to the wire, uh, San Diego State and Nevada, which... Um, you know, San Diego State, you're starting to look at it. They're probably going to win their conference or their side of the conference in the big sky or not in the big sky, in the Mountain West. And they'll be most likely going up against either Air Force or Boise State. Kind of a crazy turn of events, right? And Weaver State was stride for stride with them. Uh, then they're on the road against NAU uh, at Idaho, home against UC Davis. So 
I think this Cal Poly game is kind of a trap game. I think Weber State, we're really going to find out how good this team is. And then they have to go to Flagstaff, understand that they play in the Dome. They're at like 7,200 feet, but they do play in a Dome. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to run that kind of offense. People don't understand how much of an elevation that really is. I've been to Flagstaff. I've ran in Flagstaff. I've lived at elevation my entire life, and I struggled in Flagstaff when I ran. So kind of an interesting game. I think they do uh, clean up against Idaho. And uh, then they take on UC Davis, and UC Davis is playing for their lives right now. Uh, for those of you guys who know, we've had uh, most of these teams on our show. And UC Davis, they've had they had an extremely hard schedule, and I think the playoff selection committee uh, will be a little bit more lenient on them, but they are at home. But is UC Davis ready to give up the reins in California? UC Davis has dominated uh, the California schools of, of, of late, right? And I don't know if that's going to be if they win the passing of the torch, UC Davis, you're going to have the one that won it last year, won the Big Sky, go into Sacramento, and are they going to give up that torch? I, I think there's a pride thing. I think there's a there's a rivalry factor there, and I don't think that the Sacramento State team uh, goes undefeated against FBS teams coming out. I think they're going to struggle against Weber State. I think they'll struggle a little bit against Cal Poly. NAU is a crazy trap game. That's a really good NAU team at 7,200 feet. And then you're playing uh, the last game of the, the season against a, a rival. Don't, I'm going to say, I do have them ranked high. And I think that's just because everyone else has lost. And they do have, you know, if, if they had that Montana State get, uh, win at home, I would be very, very critical of this team. It would be a little bit different. But I'm telling you guys, give it a couple more weeks. Don't be sold 100% yet. Now, in a couple of weeks, I will tell you guys, uh, after the, the NAU game, we'll say, we'll put it, after the NAU game, I will say, okay, I was right about this team or I was wrong about this team, but I just kind of have a funny feeling. Everyone's kind of jumping on it. Uh, this is their first time here. Last year, only winning, I believe, two games. Uh, these kids haven't been in these, you know, really close, high-pressure situations. You know, they've, they've blown out EWU. They beat Montana State by a respectable distance. They got up uh, on Montana pretty fast. What happens when it comes down to you know a 2021 game or or, or you had to kick a field goal to win and Weber State's defense isn't going to I mean they're legit NAU played well against Weber State uh, until really the second half uh, Cal Poly has looked great in the past in the last couple of games uh, I've I've watched a couple other games impressive so just pump the brakes yet right now don't buy everything. Right now, let, let's wait on Sacramento State, and at the NAU game, we'll determine it there. This is a really young team as well. We'll make that assessment. This is a they, they definitely have uh, the hopes and dreams of making the playoffs, and they're really starting to look good. I mean, if they're able to win, uh, you know, three of the next five games, that really puts them really looking good uh, against the the playoffs uh, selection committee with only two losses, where a lot of these other teams uh, will have probably about two or three losses and you're putting it, you're on their plane in the big sky. So they have that advantage. So anyway, alrighty. Well, that was just kind of my rant about Sacramento state. Uh, after this week, Montana's defense didn't look as good as what they have in the past. We'll see if they can rebound, uh, this upcoming week. All right. So next up, we're going to have our top 15 ranked. We might have our also considered, we don't know yet. Uh, and then we'll have our, we'll let you guys know who the leaders are through, uh, nine, well, till week nine through eight weeks. And then we'll do our games of the week. So stay tuned with get the ball rolling after the break. 
We are back after that ad break. Now, uh, I know I was a little bit hard uh, on Sacramento State and on the ranking system and stuff like that, but you guys got to understand, I I have a certain thing. Once when I buy into a team, I bought into uh, really five teams this year so far, and I'm t- and I, I think in this society we're ready to quickly react and and, and overreact if you want. Uh, if you want to say that in both the FBFS and the FCS. So honestly, just take, just, just pump the brakes a little bit. I'm very skeptical. I, I, I like to be, I don't like to be a cynic, I guess, but I'm very skeptical on a lot of these teams because I'm like, okay, I don't know. I was ready to buy a couple of these teams. They lose. Okay. Well then I'm not, I'm not bought in on this team. I might have them very, ranked very high, but I have my speculations as we go forward. Uh, I'm okay to be wrong, and I hope that every team proves me wrong. I don't like to be right because normally I'm saying, yo, pump the brakes is not that good. They're not that good. Uh, kind of, uh, I, I, I hate to use this example because it's an FCS podcast, but I said at the beginning of the year, a lot of people had Stanford ranked pretty high in the Pac-12. I said, yo, no, don't do that yet. Now I know they beat Washington, but they lose to UCLA. Not looking too good right now. So that's just an example on on, on something. There's teams to buy. There's teams to sell. And uh, I think... You know, there's a couple teams. Well, after this next week, we'll know for sure if we're going to be selling them. Uh, really, at this point in the season, we need to be buying stock and selling. Uh, and you might want to wait, like on a team like Sacramento State, for a couple more big games, uh, especially uh, the the youth that they have. But just give it a couple minutes. Let's not overreact. All right. So going into our top 15, I don't know if many of you guys uh, actually saw our uh, top 15 rankings from last week. But like I said, as we always do, um, on a Wednesday, we always rank our top 15. Uh, the top four, no changes. Uh, number one, North Dakota State. Number two, James Madison. Number three, Weber State. And number four, South Dakota State. Had a little bit of pushback uh, from South Dakota State fans. And I'm sorry, I think Weber State just has looked a lot better. I understand you played well against Minnesota, and I understand they're undefeated still. But I'm telling you, I have a good feeling about this uh, Weber State team, Jake uh, Constantine. Constantine uh, is back and uh, really excited to see how he takes over that offense. Jukes did a great job. Jenks did a great job, but uh, excited to see them get back and uh, really get into the flow of things. Uh, coming in number five, uh, last week I had Furman. Uh, obviously, they had the loss to uh, the Citadel. So coming in at number five, Villanova. I did draw. I was a little bit more harsh on Villanova, I think, than what I needed to be uh, after the loss against James Madison. But I think it was because everyone else was winning and looking really good. So I moved them down. Uh, they are, moved up three spots from number eight coming in at number six don't think i'm a hypocrite i still haven't bought this team yet but coming in at number six with their record uh the sacramento state hornets uh like i said last week was uh montana and so i obviously they lost to sacramento state so got to pull them up uh every win matters and after a while hey you know what you beat three great teams two of them at home if you had the other one at home probably a little bit uh lower but you know what? Congratulations. You are coming in at number six. Uh, coming in at number seven last week was Sacramento State. This week is the University of Northern Iowa. Looked great against South Dakota State. Through the first half, they kind of struggled, but by the end, they were able to figure it out and uh, really kind of put the beat down. Uh, and that's a really good South Dakota team. Don't be 
Don't let yourself wander. Gotta understand, I was really hard on you and I after the Weaver loss, but I really think Weaver is that legit. And, uh, you know, North Dakota State, you have South Dakota State, you and I has opportunities in order to prove themselves. Coming in at number eight, uh, which has who fell from number six, is the Montana Grizzlies. Uh, the Montana Grizzlies, I have them here. Obviously, they lost. Uh, defense didn't look quite up to par as what they had in previous weeks. Uh, they're definitely going to get back on track. This, I think this is a minor, or uh, if you want to say a temporary setback. Uh Going forward, I think the Grizzlies are going to continue to play well. Uh, I don't know if anyone is going to go undefeated in the Big Sky, but uh, going forward, we'll see how the the Grizzlies do at home against Eastern Washington. Have to play Portland State, uh, play home against Idaho. Have to play home against Weber State, and then take on Montana State. And they've lost, I believe, they've lost the last four, three or four games to Montana State. So uh, Montana still has a lot to prove, uh, but I really feel comfortable leaving them in at number eight. Uh, you can make an argument a little bit higher, but uh, I think I feel really good about that. Coming in at number nine, the Redbirds of uh, Illinois State last week was Nickel State, but after the loss, obviously, they drop out of our top 15. Um, Illinois State, their only uh, FCS loss is to North Dakota State. Again, I was a little bit harder on these teams just because all these other teams were winning. Uh, it seems as though the cream is kind of rising to the top once again. Uh, congratulations, Redbirds. Coming in at number 10, uh, a lot of people have asked me why I still like this team, and the answer, quite frankly, is I don't know, but I really feel the Furman Paladins are going to end up in the season. Uh, I think I really think this is a quarterfinal team. Uh, we'll see how they play against Wofford, uh, Chattanooga, and uh, you know some of these other teams in the SoCon. I really do like this, this Furman team. Like I said, maybe Wofford stumbled a little bit. We'll see in a couple weeks. They'll be able to, to settle it out. Maybe the Citadel is just kind of a trap. Got to remember, Citadel just... just uh, beat Georgia Tech, so got to kind of give it for what it's worth. Maybe this had a really good game against Furman. Coming in at number 11, uh, I've dropped this team. They've been all over the place. I don't know where to put them. Is number 11, Kennesaw State. The Big South outside of really Campbell. Campbell's been a really nice surprise. We'll talk about them in a minute. But uh, the Big South is kind of weak. Hampton uh, has played inconsistent. North Alabama has played very inconsistent. Uh, uh, Gardner-Webb's okay. Monmouth is okay. Uh, Presbyterian, not very good. So really, Kennesaw State, I don't know where we can put them, and I don't know, even know if I can put them into a, you know, get that first round by, already put them in the second round, just because of the strength of schedule. Uh, yeah, they played alright against uh, Kent State, but Kent State is is a MAC team. If they played alright against a Power 5 team, or even, even you know, American Athletic, then it'd be different, but Kent State, I don't know if I'm sold on this team. Moved them around a lot. They're coming in at number 11 this week. Uh, number 12, we have Central Arkansas. Had a close win over Northwestern State, but regardless, they got the win. Uh, upcoming this next week, they have a big, big game. Excited to watch that game. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, last week, number 12 was Montana State. Coming in at number 13, draft them a little bit, is Montana State. I understand they were idle, so uh, I shouldn't – I mean, I move them around a lot just because of what happens uh, week to week. And uh, really the only thing that doesn't affect it is the FBS uh, losses. But uh, Montana State, even though they didn't play, coming in at 13, we'll see if they can get back on the horse and uh, see if they can take over the big sky. Uh, coming in at number 14, now these last three – I've dropped out a lot of teams. Uh, for example, Nickel State. Uh, I, I I dropped out. Um, I dropped out Towson. I've dropped out UIW. I don't have Sam Houston State up here. Uh, 
I don't have a team like San Diego. Uh, but listen, these last three teams have played very well in their respective conferences. Two of them are leading the conference, and one of them is on the next. I understand it's 14. You're probably a little bit confused. Coming in at number 14, UT Martin. Now, UT Martin, the next three games are going to per- prove pivotal. They have to take on. Uh, they're at Southeast Missouri, I believe, home against Jacksonville State, and at Austin PA. These next three games are going to be very, very big. I like this team. I was sold when I talked to Chris Pelosi, Coach Chris Pelosi, uh, the safeties coach there uh, at, at Martin. Coach Jason Simpson has been doing a great job there. I'm tired of sleeping on him. I'm ready to put him in the top 15. We'll see after the, the end of this week. But they got to win two of the next three. If they lose one, it's, it's okay. You're, it's not the end of the world. Because your only other loss is the SIU and uh, Flor- I believe it was Florida. And then they, they take on... Uh, I believe they take on Kentucky at the end. So you can have a couple losses. It doesn't look bad, but it, you got to win two in the next three. We'll see if they're up to it. And I believe the Skyhawk program is uh, coming in at number 15, semi-tied. I want to I do a semi-tie today. Uh, Central Connecticut State uh, and, and Campbell University. Um, Central Connecticut State, I don't think until uh, the Duchesne game or Duquesne, Duchesne, du, du, however you want to say it, until we get that game, I don't know uh really what 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 what's up i i, I guess they play each other uh, the very last game of the season um Duchesne, Duquesne, however you say it their only losses their losses are to Youngstown State and to uh UNH which uh Youngstown State a couple weeks ago I was really high on now kind of like eh uh looks like they're kind of starting to struggle in the Missouri Valley uh but however uh you know th- I think the NEC is kind of a down conference, so I think both of these teams are are looking really good. I mean, really, like I said, it's going to come down to that last game, and the last team is whoever wins that game wins really the 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 overall. Well, I don't know if anyone else will get get a bid. Does that make sense? And uh, Campbell, they've played really really well. Again, I've I've not to talk bad about the Big South because I really like it, and I'm and I'm. And uh, I love this Campbell team. I like everything that's been going on uh, there, but they, they're not really, uh, really tough. However, Campbell was able to beat Davidson and Mercer, which are two really good teams outside of that. So uh, if Campbell remains perfect up until the Kennesaw State game, they get them at home. They also get Monmouth at home, which uh, I believe they were predicted to be second in the preseason ranking. So congratulations to them. Um Really, the next the, the, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to see what this Campbell team is. I think they'll beat Gardner-Webb. I think they'll beat North Alabama. I think the Kennesaw State game is going to be great. I think the Monmouth game is going to be great. And I think they beat Charleston Southern. So there it is. Uh, and, and they got to beat uh, Kennesaw State. And I think even if they beat Kennesaw State and lose to Monmouth, I think you put them in. And that's why I have them this high. Uh, a, a team that is undefeated. Uh, against FCS teams, you know what? You deserve to be in our top 15, and that is uh, our FCS top 15. Now, also, a lot of others considered, obviously, Nickel State, Sam Houston State. Uh, I'm not ready to sell my stock uh, on UIW, uh, Incarnate Word, uh, Towson. Uh, we don't know what's going on with UNH, Albany, Elon, Delaware. All those teams We'll figure that out over the next couple of weeks. And then uh, I believe in November, starting in November, so just a couple weeks away, we will be releasing our uh, 
prediction to get into the playoffs. Remember, 24 teams get into the playoffs. Uh, if you win the conference, you automatically get in, uh, and then you have 14 at-large bids. So we're going to see who's fighting for these at-large bids. You know that uh, you know either North Dakota State or South Dakota State is going to get it. You know, you know what team like Montana, uh, Sacramento State, Weaver State, Montana State, they're fighting, and we're, I really want to see how this will, will all shake out. Uh, our... Leaders, just to give you guys an update, out of the Big South, Sacramento State's leading it. Out of the Big South, Kennesaw State's leading it. Out of the CAA, James Madison. Out of the Missouri Valley, North Dakota State. Out of the NEC, Central Connecticut State. Out of the OVC, UT Martin. Out of the Patriot, Lehigh. Out of the Pioneer, San Diego. Out of the SoCon, kind of interesting, Chattanooga. And out of the Southland, we have Sam Houston State. So uh, with, the, with that being said, a lot of these teams, I mean, those are you're going to have one automatic bid into the uh, the the playoffs. The 14 are going to be fighting for it. So I know we haven't talked about a couple of these teams. Uh, hopefully, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, now this is taking it off of a, a website, right? Uh, ESPN, a, a ABC, uh, not ABC, sorry, uh, CBS Sports, and that. That's just and and a lot of them are tied. But I just take the team right off the top, and and that's the team that. I guess uh, maybe statistically is doing better. I don't. I don't know how they determine that, but that is who we are through. So now going on to the games of the week. Now this is very important for everybody here because we love our games of the week. And coming out, uh, obviously the FCS game of the week is uh, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. This is a one uh, get the ball rolling one versus four uh, standing. Now I don't think it would really affect South Dakota State tons i might move it down a spot just to move them back up the next week but uh if they lose or if north dakota state loses well now we're really starting to to, to, to draw hairs between some of these other teams i think it might be we were stayed down a little bit but obviously that being the biggest one uh out of the caa we have nova versus stony brook again stony brook is in that CAA bubble uh, of middle of the pack teams fighting for number of spots, number three and four, maybe even two. If uh, you know you, you beat Villanova uh, this week. So it's a really good measuring stick. I don't know if Nova is a hundred percent in at a number two spot. So we will stay tuned for that out of the Patriot league. We have Lehigh versus Georgetown. Uh, I know that uh, it says on here that Lehigh is the, is leading, but Georgetown has looked really good, has a five and two record. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if what happens going forward uh, with Lehigh and Georgetown kind of fighting for that uh, automatic bid into the playoffs. Out of Ohio, Ohio Valley, I, I talked a little bit about this, about Martin, uh, uh, Southeast Missouri State and UT Martin. Uh, UT Martin's got to win, and uh, I think this team can do it. Uh, a lot of the preseason rankings had all three of these teams, Southeast Missouri, Austin PA in Jacksonville state. I kind of feel like Jacksonville state's kind of out of it now with the amount of losses that they have, uh, as well as Southeast Missouri. Uh, but Southeast Missouri did beat them last week. So, uh, really kind of a big game. I want to see if Martin can go into Southeast Missouri and get the win. It's going to be a great game. Be, uh, be sure to tune into it. Uh, and then we have, uh, out of the Missouri Valley of South Dakota against SIU. I think that this is kind of, these are a bubble team. A lot of people are talking about SIU uh, in the way that they've played recently. Uh, the Salukis are hard to put a finger on as well as the, the Coyotes, the, the Yotes, right? I think either one of these teams could be really the number four in the, 
in the Missouri Valley, and you're you honestly have a really good case uh, going up against some of these other teams, uh, number twos and number threes in other conferences. So very big game out of the Missouri Valley. If the loser lo- whoever loses kind of knocks them out. Uh, I don't know if five losses will get you into the playoff. Uh, out of the Big Sky, we have North Dakota. In Montana State, we haven't talked a lot about the Fighting Hawks, but we still love them here. I get the ball rolling. Uh, really, North Dakota is fighting for their lives. They've had a tr- probably one of the hardest schedules. Uh, I think you know there, there's a couple of schedules out there that I'm like, man, I don't know how this team is doing it. North Dakota is one of them. Uh, their losses, they did lose to Idaho State, but they lost to Eastern Washington at Eastern Washington and at San Diego State. But they were able to beat Sam Houston. They were able to beat UC Davis, and they were able to beat Cal Poly. Uh, they are playing home. They haven't lost, uh, let me make sure. Yes, they haven't lost a home game yet. Uh, They're taking on Montana State this week. They can beat Montana State. Uh, Not only does that be a measuring stick for us on on Montana State, really, they have a really good shot to get into the playoffs. This uh, North Dakota team, uh, they do have to go on the road to Weber, but if they have four losses, uh, they got to win one of the next two. And the easiest one would be at home. It would would be this game, right, to take uh, down Montana State. But you're at Weber. Uh, say that's a loss. You can beat UNCO. You can beat uh, Southern Utah. And really, you're looking at it from from that kind of a standpoint. You're like, okay, well, this team has had uh, outside of the Idaho State loss. I think that you know you can make a very good argument for this team to get into the playoffs. We'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, and but a great, great matchup there on Saturday. Out of the Big South, we have Kennesaw State against North Alabama. Again, I want to see if Kennesaw State is just rolling through this conference like it's nothing. I really, really want to see how they do against some of these other teams. Uh, and then maybe they can move up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, like I said, right now they're number 11. I've had them, I believe, high as 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 high as eight. We'll see what happens going forward. And then out of the Southland, uh, we have Central Arkansas taking on Sam Houston State. Now, notice I don't have Sam Houston State ranked in our top 15. They were an honorable mention as, as I sat down and contemplated where to put them. However, I do have Central Arkansas. I haven't sold on them yet. I was close when they were almost, they've won a lot of close, close games, but sometimes it's as good to be lucky than it is to be good, right? So they only have really one blemish and that's against Nichols. Uh, If they beat Sam Houston State, uh, they have, you know, they got to hope that Nichols maybe gets one more loss because Sam Houston State would then have two. Uh, You're hoping that Nichols loses one more time. If not, it's going to be a tie. Tiebreaker goes to Nichols State, but Central Arkansas would probably get into the playoffs. So if you're the if you're the Bears, you're really hoping for that. And uh, so that has been our FCS podcast. Again, so happy to be back uh, talking to you guys about uh, FCS football. I love it. Let me tell you, it is my favorite uh, time to do anything. I hope that all of us can can really watch this weekend. I think you know the next three weeks, we're going to get a lot of telling signs. Uh, injuries are starting to mount. We're going to have big coaching, uh, you know, not changes, but challenges here. Uh, we'll see if these top teams can keep it up. Gotta love the FCS. Gotta love the parody that it brings. It's one of the reasons why I love covering them. All right, so uh, stay tuned. This is coming out Wednesday. Stay tuned for our release uh, on Friday for Get the Ball Rolling. And uh, hopefully, uh, if we're lucky to, to release a Saturday special. So stay tuned, one and all. And uh, let me know. Always comment and uh, stay tuned for next week after after all the big games. Have a great weekend. Until next time, keep the ball rolling.